Right Nation, really appreciate everybody for tuning in. Going to talk about this Dak Prescott news since everybody got it on their feed and everything. And it is what it is. There is no new news to it. It's just that he's attempting to sign the franchise tag. And that is what we all expected him to do in the first place, to sign the franchise tag so that they can extend the negotiation period. Now, here's my thoughts on Dak Prescott, collectively speaking. He should not play under the franchise tag. Let me repeat, he should not play under that particular franchise tag of 31 mil because week three or week six he go down. Y'all know how this thing will work. A lot of this fan base would just turn on him so quick. I know, I know. And they said, well, let's move on to the next quarterback. What leverage do we have outside of getting money in his hand for 31 million? Now, I do know that, you know, salary cap and everything, but it's all about trust and belief. And when you have a franchise quarterback, unfortunately, you do not franchise tag that quarterback. You just don't. You do not do that. I understand what, uh, was it, uh, Kirk Cousin? He was able to play under the franchise tag multiple times. I do understand that. I think Drew Brees, he got a franchise tag, but they used it to do exactly what we're trying to do with the Dallas Cowboys now, Dak Prescott is to extend that particular situation. Now, in case in point, the reason why they do that is because he was pretty much, he's long in the tooth and he's not as young as Dak Prescott. I do know that a lot of people are gonna look at this thing and only say, well, at least he's not holding out, which is good. By him signing under some type of contract, He's now signed under the Dallas Cowboys and he can enter in facilities. He can do facility workouts and stuff like that. Pick up the playbook. Not saying he have not already had a copy of the playbook. Pick up the playbook. But it's still a gamble. Now, on the flip side, <laughs> on the positive side of it, for him, if he can pull off a Joe Flacco, I do know that Joe Flacco did not play under the franchise tag, but he betted on himself. And... You know, he came out with the creme de la creme because they won the Super Bowl. But if I'm Joe Flacco, of course I can bet on myself when you have Ray Lewis and Ed Reeves of the worlds on the defensive side of the ball. And your defense is just monumentally destroying teams out there. It was just crazy. And it is what it is. It is what it is when you look at the Joe Flacco scenario. But all I can say is, is this Cowboy Nation is... Dak Prescott, his counsel, they've been in his ear. He trusts what they say to do. And he better ball. He better flat out ball. It can't be like the season last year. It can't be ups and downs. It got to be a situation where he's the leader of the team, commanding the team. No, hey, what about this? Because now Jerry can hold most of the chips. He can hold all of the situation and say, well, you know, especially if he goes down week three, especially if he goes down any time of the weeks and then you bring in another quarterback and they show up and show out. So that's why I'm with the belief. A bird in your hand is better than two in the bush. I understand that. Nevertheless, all money is not good money. Let me repeat, all money is not good money. Sometimes when you're playing dominoes, it's not good to get that 25, lock yourself out of the board. Sometimes you probably had to get that 10 or that 15. And we don't play nickels around here, so you guys know how that go, right? But all money is not good money. 
It's not. Oh my goodness, I wish I could just sit you guys down and just explain to you all that. <laughs> and look at the flip side of it. If Dak Prescott is a big old if, big old if, if we put all these things together and he trump what I believe that he can do of what he did last year, oh, close your eyes and imagine. News flash, salary cap will increase. I do know that people talk about the pandemic and things like that, but the salary cap in general will still increase. There will probably be more eyeballs watching than going to the game. That's what people are not saying. The revenue dollars don't come from the stands and the people in the stand or the stadium with the people on the outside. It comes from that TV dollar. It comes from that TV dollar. And more and more people will be in the confines of their homes and they're going to turn that TV on. If this season starts, you know, they're talking about pushing it back a couple of weeks or what have you to miss out some of these uh, these crazed pandemics to when it's at the highest peak. But if this season starts and they start airing these games more and more to bring in more traffic, bring in more revenue, that TV revenue is just going to be increasing the overall revenue for that particular game, merch that's been sold or online or whatever. It's going to be crazy. Hey, billionaires know how to adjust. That's all I'm going to say with that. They know how to adjust to the situation, and especially when you got money involved. And we ain't talking about the Browns. We ain't talking about a low-end team like the, um, the Jets or what have you. Dallas Cowboys are one of the biggest markets out there. Look, right now, the Dallas Cowboys can, can show a two-hand touch game, and it probably get more views than the Browns. Two-hand touch. <laughs> get more views than probably the Redskins, for crying out loud. That's how marketable the Dallas Cowboys are. They pretty much carry the league as it relates to revenue, and you know profit, was it revenue, profit sharing that they do now? That, most of that revenue comes from the Dallas Cowboys. So some of the people that's talking noise, they don't even understand the revenue split. <laughs> Most of that stuff comes right out of the Dallas Cowboys' pocket. Let that sink into your mental. But neither here nor there. I want to know how you guys feel about Dak Prescott. Do you feel that he should play? I'm talking about P-L-A-Y under that franchise tag. Or do you guys sit there and say, okay, law? Let's let's just bet on ourselves. Let's just hope that he can do this thing. And I do know the naysayers are going to say, man, I wouldn't even put him under the franchise tag. I would have let him walk <laughs> before all of this stuff transpired. Or I would have put out there to see how many first round draft picks or a first or a third, what I would have got from, from a Dak Prescott. I understand that thinking and that side of the coin for those who anti-Dak. But all I can say is, and this, this is what I'm really going to say with this situation. When you have a Mike McCarthy, all he does is improve the quarterback. I've seen people say that, well, Aaron Rodgers solidified Mike McCarthy. And I was sitting there saying, like, how? Don't you know that last year was one of Aaron Rodgers' worst years of his career? Huh? Without Mike McCarthy? Oh, don't you know when Mike McCarthy first put his hands on Aaron Rodgers in a game? He wasn't looking like the Aaron Rodgers that everybody loved. People fail to realize that. Aaron Rodgers benefited 
from having Mike McCarthy. That's all I'm gonna say. Because <laughs> I know I'm gonna get a lot of people that say, well, you know, you know, Lord, no, it's the opposite way around when Mike McCarthy's resume speaks longer than what we've seen from an Aaron Rodgers. Do we have to name the Joe Montanas of the world? Hmm? Oh, man, I don't want to get into that. Nevertheless, I just want people to understand that Dak Prescott is good that he signed that franchise tag so they can extend his negotiation for the nation. Hopefully, they can come out with a, a, a good number and they chop that thing up and they, they, they resend it, what have you, whatever they do with it, and, and they get this new contract on the board, this long-term contract, which been done before. And hopefully, hopefully, this will not throw any more distractions because my last thing would be this right here. And I know that you guys are tired of it. And I'm sick and tired of it. I don't want Dak Prescott to play under this franchise tag and go throughout this entire year. And then all of a sudden, the next season, we kick open the same, hey, will he sign his new contract? Will they give him another franchise tag? It's draining. It's draining. It's. I'm so tired of talking about it. It's crazy. <laughs> it will be so much draining for us to go through that again. You see smaller markets like the Redskins, they could do that. They could sign a guy like a Kirk Cousins under the franchise tag multiple times. It won't get rerun over every media uh, headlines. You know, it won't do that. It's Kirk Cousins. And newsflash, what have the Washington Redskins did since they let Kirk Cousins go? I'll wait. <laughs> I'll flat out wait. And shout out to Kirk Cousins for going to Minnesota Vikings though, but what have they done since then? I'm talking about the Washington team. I'll wait. <laughs> so all I can say is, is we got a quarterback. This is no breaking news. This is just, <laughs> to me personally, this is just flatter, you know. It's just fillers for, for this news week. Let me know when Dak Prescott signed that big contract. And of course, Everybody love to hate on the Dallas Cowboys. So the haters are looking at it like, yeah, see, I told you he's going to sign that franchise tag and he's going to pay the play under the 31 million. He's not worth 35. He's not worth 37. He's not worth $40 million, whatever it may be. So if you guys feel that way, it is what it is. Post me your thoughts. Post me your concerns. Let me know how you guys feel of Dak Prescott and beyond. That's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. Don't forget to hit that like button, share this content, and let a friend, neighbor, foe know where to go when they want to tune in to Cowboy Sports Talk and Beyond. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Let's go.